are listening to Cold Lake Community Church Podcast. I hope today's message inspires you. Cold Lake Community Church, a place where families come together. So um, this morning, I want to kind of just uh, briefly kind of take a look at a thought. Um, more so something that I, I kind of feel that, that, that I deal with, but I know that every single one of you people out there deal with on a daily basis, and it's, it's fear. And more so fear, letting fear direct your lifestyle. It's really, really easy sometimes to operate out of a place of fear, that every single thing that you do um, can be affected by something as silly as fear. So I want to kind of pose the question, who are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? in your life, and in your daily walk with Christ. See, fear, for us all, I think, begins just, it's, it's in the mind, it's a thought, and it's something that can be really destructive if you let it take over your mind. Who and what are you afraid of? Jesus has this to say about fear. Let's take a look at that, um, that first passage there, Kurt. Um, Luke chapter 12. I love this translation as well, the message. Don't be afraid of missing out. You are my dearest friends. The Father wants to give you the very kingdom itself. Simply put, the way I kind of read that and I kind of translate that is this whole fear thing, stop it. Don't do it because it's going to wreck you, you know. Um, Fear not. Is another translation of that that little scripture in that in that um, uh, chapter twelve of Luke. There, fear not is the most frequently uttered command in the whole Bible. The first uh, five books of this amazing book, this life map is it has six hundred and thirteen commands given alone in the first five books, 613. That's a lot of commands. If you take the whole Bible together in its entirety, 66 books of Scripture, and you take a look at every command given, the one that is given most is do not fear. Even through the thousands of years um, and the divine inspiration that, that, that was needed to create this like I've already said, this, this roadmap for life. It's the most common thing that we see mentioned in the book. And the, the kind of thing that I want to pose this morning is this question, and it's this uh, concept of, unfortunately, I think that we as a people and as a church, not particularly this, this church, but I mean as a global church, we have... We became a people who are kind of governed by our fears, um, and that's that's not a great place to be. I know I fear that. I fear that sometimes whenever it's like you're thinking about 
We all know somebody who is sick. We all know somebody who is fighting something at the minute. And it's, it, that can be so crippling whenever you come to um, mapping out your life and trying to do the very things that God calls you to. Yeah. Sickness can be the most crippling thing in anybody's life. Do you fear not being able to have children someday? I know Lance and Cindy have one of the most incredible stories of God's redemption and God's beautiful gift of life, and um, it's one of the most amazing stories. I know there's other people that are in this church that that can be a fear sometimes. You've, you've, you've mapped your little life out. You've got married. You've got your house together, and you want to try for kids, and what happens if it, if it doesn't happen, and you know you've got your life set out in front of you? It can be the most crippling thing. Do you fear unemployment? What do you fear? Because everybody fears something. Everyone in this room right now, something that's going on in your head right now, because I've said that everybody has a fear, and I know that everybody is kind of thinking of one thing in their head. I'm not going to ask you all to say it. I'm not going to embarrass you. Um, we don't want to let anyone know what that is. We can be kind of sheltered by it, and we can kind of become kind of, we don't want to give the illusion that we are being weakened by our fears. We kind of like to keep them quite kind of private. Sometimes we can try to um, justify our fear. Fear can seem reasonable to us, even when we're being completely and totally irrational. How many of you would say that you've got an irrational fear? Put your hand up. Does anybody want to share what their rational fear is? Because I really want to hear. <laughs> Put your hand up if you want to share your fear. Give me a... Vanessa, what was yours? Oh, Snakes, really? You're going to absolutely hate the petting zoo. It's going to be amazing, though. I'm going to put snakes all over you. How's it going? Really good, thanks. Thank you very much. Thank you. Great, good stuff. Bless you, brother. So I just want to kind of take a look at um, a few different things, right, that we may see as irrational fears, okay? So, Kurt, don't put it up yet. Just keep it, keep it there. People who don't get your irrational fear will try to reason with you. And that definitely doesn't work. We'll say, that is the most stupid fear ever. It's only a snake. It's not going to eat you. Well, it might if it's like an anaconda. But you're being irrational, okay? My f I've, I've got one. I'm going to share with you what mine is. I, I absolutely hate spiders. I can't stand them. And um, <laughs> I haven't actually sent... I was going to send Kurt this picture to put up. But it's... Um, I didn't send it to him, so I'm going to see if I can show you it here. Some people know that I really, really hate spiders, like, can't stand them. So I uh, got sent this picture earlier on in the week. You probably can't see it from where we are, but I'll give it a go. So this is a picture of a cup. You probably can't see that, but anyway. Of a cup that's in my office, and somebody that is in employment in this church. <laughs> don't know who it is has written on this little cup. Let me read it. Do not open unless you want to kill it. 
and there's a little graphic of a spider on the cup. So I still haven't been into my office yet, and I'm probably not ever going to go back in the office ever again. So whoever's done that, you can own it up to it. Natalie? Yeah, probably. Um, we're going to have a look at some, have a little bit of fun, and have a look at some irrational fears here, okay? So you're going to need to help me say them, because I can't say half of them. So <laughs> this first one is the fear of belly buttons. Who has that fear? Can anybody say it? Omphalophobia. There's subtitles up there and I still can't say it. Ablutobophobia is the fear of having to wash. Like this little kid here. He looks very fearful. This next one is um, something that I don't have. It's called vehophobia, and it's the fear of vehicles. I've, uh, I've hit moose in vehicles. I've done everything. I have no fear of vehicles whatsoever. This next one is potophobia, fear of feet. Anybody else have that fear? I have it. I can't stand feet. It makes me freak out. Okay. Next one, um, five, is turophobia. Fear of cheese. Anybody have that? Fear of cheese. I fear the smell of cheese. Some cheese is really smelly. I know, I know there's loads of people have this next one. <laughs> cheese and clowns together. Cholrophobia. Is that right? Cholrophobia. The fear of clowns. I can't stand clowns. That one looks pretty funny, but the other ones are pure evil. And it's a very common fear. Back to my point, okay, I want to tell you that some fears are rational, some are really irrational, like those, um, but are always rational to the person who has them. So here are a few examples of uh, different places fear can come from and uh, that we can kind of let just totally consume us in our daily walk. First one is that fear, we can have fear of us not getting what we want in life. Um, whenever you've got your hope hung on something, um, maybe it's something like I've already said, you know, maybe you want to have kids someday. Fear creeps in and it becomes that I don't think I'm ever going to be able to have kids, something like that. Um, I, want to get, I want to get married. Fear creeps in and it becomes I don't think I'm ever going to get married like that. This isn't personal, by the way. I don't want to get married at all. Some people say this, you know. Um, I, really, I really want that job. And fear creeps in and it becomes, I'm going to be totally unemployed someday. You know, that can be something that can absolutely cripple you with fear. Employment, especially in a time like this. We all know what's going on here at the minute in Cold Lake with, with employment. And we know that some of our closest friends have lost jobs. And, um, and it can be really, really challenging sometimes to continue on with your, with your train of life whenever you kind of get your kind of feet taken out from underneath you when you lose your job. That can be the worst thing sometimes. And we all know people that are affected by that right now. Um, fear of finally getting what we want, but then losing it. Sometimes this is why uh, success can be more kind of fearful than, than failure itself. Um, you know, if you get, get the dream job someday, um, and, you know, it, 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 like I've said already, it can become that the um, economy was up and down. So what if I'm let go and I don't get to keep my job, like that kind of thing? Um, 
we get the dream house we've always wanted. Fear creeps in, and it can be, what if I can't pay these payments? Like that kind of thing, you know. Um, and I just want to kind of share with you and tell you this morning that God really doesn't want um, his people, his children, to be living in, in fear. He, he doesn't want that. He wants you to be extremely confident um, in every single thing that you put your hand to in life. So uh, know that God is super, he's interested in the things that you might think that he's not really interested in. You know, even some of the stuff that I've talked about there this morning, you may feel God doesn't care about a job. God, like God, he's, got his, he's got his eyes on such bigger things at the minute. A job can't be something that God is thinking about for me. But he really is. He is so interested in the tiny details of everyone's life. And I love that. Fear of us getting what we don't want. We all know somebody that's affected by the C word, cancer. We all know somebody who has that in their life. Getting fired from a job, relationships ending, marriage breakups, divorce. This isn't what I wanted. This isn't what I planned. That can be an aspect of fear that we are crippled by. Stuff that we don't want. You see, we only fear losing what we love. We only fear getting what we hate. Um, and that can be a really... Uh, Interesting way of looking at it, you know, this thing that comes over us, fear. It reveals everything about what is essential and is our main focus and life drive. Fourth thing is fear can increase with more freedom we have. A genuine fear and phobia of stepping out into the unknown and getting it totally wrong by having the freedom to be able to do whatever you want in life. Has anybody been there where you're kind of freaked out by having so much freedom that you might get stuff wrong? Put your hand up. I'm with you. I feel like that sometimes whenever I go to like DQ, there's like they sell like ice cream. And I'm, I'm the kind of guy that just likes an ice cream, like a vanilla ice cream. I'm not, you know. But whenever you go to DQ, you're presented with like a thousand different ice creams. And I experienced this yesterday in DQ. And they've got this new ice cream called the Drumstick McFlurry. Not a McFlurry, that's a different thing. Drumstick Blizzard, that's what it's called. I'm the kind of guy that just loves my vanilla ice cream, but this is just like, it's just so many different choices. And I can feel a bit kind of, it can freak me out when you walk into a place and they're like, have one of these 1,000 ice creams. And you're kind of presented with a choice. Fear instantly comes over me. Fear can freak us out so much that we're always thinking of the worst case scenario. Um, if we take fear in and let it mold and shape us, we can end up having created the most insane scenarios in our heads that, that probably never even will come about. We can let fear become something that is completely irrational where the outcome is probably not even a quarter of as bad as you think it's ever going to be. And that can be something that can just completely um, change your perspective and your view in life whenever you kind of just let your imagination run wild with fear. So here's the challenge and what I kind of want to wrap up with today with talking about fear. Um, what do you fear and how do you fear? It's such an enormous, enormous issue for me personally. Um, 
you know, it's you look at the amazing life of, of, of Jesus, um, and he he's described in, in his in his book as the wonderful counselor and the prince of peace. I absolutely love that expression of the wonderful counselor and the prince of peace. Does anybody need a good counselor this morning? I think I do. Anybody need peace this morning? I do. He wants us to come to an understanding that he is the loving father, Abba Father, Daddy God. I don't know if you've kind of explored that expression before of Abba Father, but he is, he is the loving father. He is, um, he, like I said already, he's so interested in every single part of your life. He's like your dad. He wants to be in relationship with you. He wants you to arrive up to a place of finding courage and strength this morning. He doesn't want you to walk out of these doors today still having whatever that fear is that it's gripping you at the minute and that is like choking your spiritual journey this morning. He doesn't want you to walk out this morning with that still over you. Um, you may think that your circumstance is insignificant, but God wants to see you leave this place this morning really differently. I personally want to bring myself to a place of um, of understanding the very character of God um, and how he interacts with, with me. I want to get to a place where I'm saying, um, that even though fears and battles rage on in life, um, that I'm convinced that the blessing of the good father will still come even whenever life is a bit crazy. And I think kind of being a, being able to be a bit vulnerable at times and say, God, I am really freaking out right now. I am really scared. Um, but allowing him to kind of take the weight of fear off you and put the robe of courage over you this morning so that you walk out totally different. I want to kind of let you hear some advice this morning, okay? It's I, I, not that I have much to give. Um, but I want to give you some advice, which is what stuff that I've found um, in, the, in the amazing Word of God. Um, your life map, the Word of God. Um, Romans 8, 15. The spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. Welcome to his family, church. He wants you to be part of his family. He is your father this morning. Your father, any dads out there, I don't know this yet. I don't know this experience. But I know that if I, if I had a, a son or a daughter, my, I would be so, so, um, not angry, but just so concerned um, if I knew that they were f fearful of something. I would never want my child to be fearful. And I look at that relationship with the great father, with Abba Father, he is just lavishing that upon us this morning. He's like, I, you are my child. I never want you to fear everything. I'm going to provide every single thing you ever need. This is one of my favorite, most beautiful passages of Scripture that is another chunk of wisdom and another chunk of advice uh, with dealing with fear. And it's another little um, message translation. So if, you, if you're not down with that, you can kind of look at a different one later. Um, this is, yeah, John... 4, 17 to 18. The little title is to love 
and to be loved. God is love. When we take up permanent residence in a life of love, we live in God and God lives in us. This way, love has the run of the house, becomes at home and mature in us so that we're free of worry on judgment day. Our standing in the world is identical with Christ. There is no room in love for fear. Well-formed love banishes fear since fear is crippling, a fearful life, fear of death, fear of judgment is one not yet fully formed in love. I think that's just so amazing. Um, one of my favorite stories in the Bible is the story um, in Exodus um, with Moses, um, and he's leading the people out of Egypt. We all know the story so well. Um, he's leading them to the promised land eventually as well. Moses led 600,000 people out of Egypt in the middle of the night. God did not lead Moses and the Israelites through enemy land. God, rather, he led them through the desert toward the Red Sea as they journeyed to the promised land. We know it so well. God led his people with a pillar of clouds during the day and a pillar of fire by night. Um, so following these incredible sights that they seen um, would remind them that God was always with them, always with them, guiding each step of the way on their journey to the promised land. I would love to have seen the sea split I know we've seen whatever movies or um, adaptations of what that might have actually looked like, but that's one thing I would have loved to have seen actually in Scripture would be the sea parting. We've always seen these pictures and these artist impressions, but I, I think that would be the coolest thing to see um, the, the fruition of God's promise coming and the sea parting. That would just be incredible to me. Um, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm pretty much done this morning, church. I, um, I don't really have um, a lot more to add to it. But what I just want us to do this morning, and I, my agenda this morning in my heart is, is, is nothing to um, make anybody feel uncomfortable or anything. But the message that I want to bring this morning to kind of summarize all that stuff is that you were not created to live a fearful life. Um, God has created you, his son, his daughter, um, and he wants to lavish courage over you this morning. He wants to replace fear. Um, and I just know right now that even as you, you're, you're listening to the sound of my funny voice, that you are all thinking of stuff um, in your minds right now. And we all, we've all got stuff. I've got stuff right now, stuff that I maybe don't feel comfortable sharing. Um, stuff that you may not feel comfortable sharing, but we've all got stuff that we're really scared about in life, and we don't really know how it's going to turn out. Um, and I think that's the beautiful thing about the collective thing of, of church, is that we are a people who are messed up. We really are. The church is a messy place. We come in with all of our junk together, um, and we live life together. I love that concept of that. Um, and I want to kind of wrap up this morning. Um, we're not going to do any worship or anything to kind of finish off, but I, I just want us to take a, a few moments. I know that our time is gone, but I just want to take a few moments for us to just sit and just be, you know, just be before God um, and take a bit of time today. We're going to take a few minutes, and we're just going to chill, and we're just going to... I'm going to play a, 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 a song here that I, w I would love to just um, wash over you as you just sit and think for a bit. Um, 
I just don't want to. I don't want to be the, the person who's rushing constantly to try and get to the next thing or whatever. I just want to take a bit of time right now and kind of just chill out. And I want you just to let these words lavish over you this morning. This is a song um, about about fear um, and about letting our fears be drowned with the perfect love of Christ. Okay, church, we're uh, we're we're going to kind of um, we're going to do this now, and I just want us to. Um, I understand if you've if you've got to go and whatever you can, but we're just going to take a few moments just to sit here for a bit. I want you to listen to this, and then after this is finished, I'll kind of wrap up and we'll we'll finish this up. But just take a bit of time, and just whatever it is you're dealing with this morning, just let it come before God this morning before you leave this place. You unravel me with a melody. You surround me. With a song of deliverance from my enemies till all my fears have come. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child.
Father God, I, um, I claim that promise, God, over these people. Um, church, let's stand this morning. God, we, um, we want to claim that, God, over our lives this morning, God, that we will not be held by fear in our lives, God. You're the one, God, that splits the sea right in front of us, God, that so that we can walk right through to the promised land, God. We all have stuff here this morning, God. We all have fears, God, rational and irrational, God. And we pray, God, this morning, God, that um, we want to have that exchange, God, with a robe of courage over every single person in this place this morning, God. I pray, God, you would give us your courage, God. Every circumstance, every single moment of every single day, God, that is weighed up in our thought process, God, that we can choose to act out of fear and we can choose to act out of your word, God. We can choose to act out of courage. And I claim that over every single person in this room today, God. You are so amazing, God. You are so good to each and every single one of us, God, because we are no longer slaves to fear this morning, God. We are children of God, children of the Most High King, God. Abba, Father, Daddy, God, we just love you this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Church, our, uh, our our service is is done here this morning, and I would, I I would absolutely love to if you if you if you've if you're dealing with stuff this morning with fear and you can't just get you can't seem to get past it this morning, um, there's a team up here that would love to individually pray for you. Um, please don't go out this morning if you are, um, if you need prayer, we would love nothing more than to pray with you, um. And we wanna, we don't want you walking out here um, heavy. We want you to walk out with freedom and courage in Christ this morning. So, church, thanks for coming this morning. Bless you, and we'll see you next week. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by this teaching from Coley Community Church. Thank you for your continued support of this ministry. Holy Community Church, a place where families come together.